Hey, welcome back to the Canatech uh, podcast. We're with Dwayne Roebuck again out of Blue Star Distributing, the guy that invented the industry. How are you doing today, Dwayne? <laughs> yeah, doing great. Um, I wish I did invent the industry. Uh, I'd be sitting on a yacht somewhere, you know, enjoying things a little better than what I am. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, welcome back to uh, the first quarter. And hey, let's talk about some a recent piece over in uh, MJ Biz Daily. Um, the pandemic will further solidify the cannabis industry's reputation as recession proof. So it's counter cyclical. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think um, I, th- I think what's happened is uh, across the industry, uh, people are are beginning to recognize that the cannabis industry isn't going away. And you know, if you look at uh, the number of states that are, you know, have either, you know, legalized recently or getting ready to, to legalize. And I live in Ohio and um, there's a tremendous effort to get adult use on the ballot here. And so I think um, not only is there, you know, an opportunity for individual consumers, but for resellers in this space as well, because um, what I'm seeing across all retail and hospitality is that this pandemic has um, really focused on operational efficiencies and uh, conversely, inefficiencies. And so I think there's a tremendous opportunity for resellers to meet with people in the cannabis industry, especially if you've got a relationship because of all of uh, the M&As that are going on is to you know start having conversations around operational efficiency and um, how you can help them. Early on, I believe that a lot of resellers, um, you know, kind of handicapped themselves. They felt like, you know, they couldn't be in this industry if they weren't connected with a software company. Uh, The resellers I'm seeing that are being successful are ones um, that aren't limiting themselves to that, but are looking at this as a traditional retail organization and going in there and showing them You know, everything from uh, media in terms of labeling and printing, um, barcode scanning, RFID, you know, how um, they can be more operationally efficient because despite what everyone thinks, um, you know, the cannabis industry still does have a considerable amount of turnover from an employee. It does. Yeah. And so it's how do you make these... uh, growers, um, processors, and dispensary owners um, able to do more and get more analytics on the business that they're doing so that they know in what direction their company should be. I think the resellers who are able to do that um, without relying on a crutch of, uh, you know, necessarily being connected to a um, cannabis software company are going to be the ones that succeed. Yeah. Here's my take on it is early in my career, I went through an oil bust. And uh, that's that's not pretty. Natural resource economies, man, when they're good, they're good. And when they're bad, they're bad. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> they, right. They do swing. And um, the uh, what I saw, and, and again, it's fairly young, um, but what I saw was staples like groceries are, do well in a recession. Because, you know, for the sake of argument, you eat 2,200 calories a day. Well, that doesn't really change in a boom time or a downtime, right? You got to eat. So right. the groceries do pretty well. Um, and then there was the syntax uh, or the sins. Um, so you had liquor, uh, gun sales back in Alaska. You had the adult entertainment industry. 
And I would put cannabis in the category just because liquor's there. And um, it's it's real, Dwayne. I mean, in a recession, you know, in fact, you probably drink more. <laughs> right, right, right. And, 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 you know, what, what they're seeing is, um, you know, in a lot of areas, you know, there, there's a lot of reasons why there could be, uh, you know, decline in some areas in terms of taxation and things like that. But for the most part, cannabis is uh, consistently growing. Um, you know, more and more money is being spent in lobbying, which um, typically lets you know, you know, what direction an industry is going in. And you're seeing players, you know, from Anheuser-Busch to Amazon stepping in on this arena. So, you know, that, that's why I feel like um, the opportunity is there for resellers who can show more of a value than, you know, simply fulfilling a hardware order, you know, get in there and, you know, show them and give them the analytics that a traditional retailer would want, you know, to be able to to set the tone for their business. And those that are able to do that, I'm seeing are being tremendously successful. And then there are areas, you know, beyond hardware that resellers really need to look at. So if any of your uh, listeners are interested yeah, I'd be more than happy to have a conversation with them, you know, in terms of, um, you know, where where I'm seeing success um, from a reseller perspective or MSP perspective, you know, especially with, uh, you know, the chip shortage and things like that. You know, that's an impact in everybody, you know, all the way down to uh, yeah. cannabis. And so, you know, there are ways to. Uh, you know, to some extent to get around that supply chain issues, everybody's got it. But, um, you know, thus the need for more operational efficiency. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to put your uh, email address with your permission down in the blog below the uh, the podcast, as well as your URL. Folks, give Blue Star, uh, give them a fair shake and reach out to Dwayne. Hey, Dwayne, we'll end on this. Um, we're, well, before you know it, it'll be the end of Q1. Not quite, but uh, name one or two shows where people might see you in the next few months. And I always say all things being equal that we have shows. <laughs> well, I'm hoping to make it to your show. Um, I know it's been, uh, you know, changed around. Um, I am looking at, uh, you know, two of the shows that I find uh, tremendous value, the Cannabis Conference, uh, which is put on by GIE Media. Um, I've heard that. Yeah, and uh, MJ BizCon, of course, you know, that that's a, uh, a must attend. But I'm, you know, I'm actually, you know, getting back to looking at smaller, more regional focused shows. I agree. Um, I agree. You In know, your so, role. Yes. <laughs> well, simply because I, I think there's a lot of opportunity um, and a lot of demand for face-to-face business. And so, you know, depending on where you're located, you know, there there could be some you know, really good gems there, you know, in uh, the Chicago area, as well as uh, I know any can is one that's coming up in, uh, in a couple, you know, in a week or two, I believe. Um, so yeah, and I, I think we just crossed, uh, don't hold me to it, but I think we just crossed past uh, Kennecon up in Oklahoma, but um, it got some buzz. That, that's why I can remember it. It, it, it got some buzz. <laughs> you know, I, I think, uh, you know, what I saw last year is uh, people wanted to get out. Um, so, you know, I look at MJ Biz where, you know, um, I, I believe they still, even on a down year, they still had, uh, I want to say like uh, 33, 35,000 attendees last year. 
And um, then I look at NRF, which is a big retail show um, in New York City. And uh, they typically have 35,000 this year. They had 7,000 because of the pandemic. So, you know, I think um, the shows that happen before winter are, um, you you know, at least until we figure out if we're past the pandemic or if this is going to be something that's seasonal. Uh, So, and and what I've seen, because, you know, at last year's uh, cannabis conference, I believe their attendance was up, I want to say like 200 or 300%, you know, so people want to get out. I'm going to write that one down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, my friend, well, I'll let you run. We'll we'll talk to you next quarter. Thank you. Hey, thank you.